0: Last year's bulls.
1: Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We are part of the Blue Wire Network. I am Jason Pat, and I am here running solo today on this Saturday morning. Uh, Ricky is out in San Diego. I'm about to go fly to Paris, France, but I had to get in a quick emergency podcast here because of a few things that happened in the last couple of days. First of all, the news that we had been kind of They've been I wouldn't say waiting for, but we have been kind of dreading to hear for a long time, for a while now, all summer about Lonzo Ball and his knee. We got a we got an injury update report from Jamal Collier and Ramona Shelburne of ESPN that he is expected to miss training camp and is doubtful for the start of the regular season because of that knee injury, that lingering knee injury. Uh, after he had meniscus surgery in January, it's not the meniscus. Supposedly that's all fine, but he has a bone, bru- that bone bruise that is nagging him. He s- still has pain as he ramps up. It's been the same problem for the, for months now when he was trying to come back during the season. Uh, it's been, it's still going on. He's, he's been working out in California and LA all summer. And uh, all the updates that we got, the vague updates that we got across this summer. And we got that Arturus Karnasovas update as well that was kind of negative that it wasn't progressing as fast as they'd liked. And here we are. Sure enough, looks like he's not going to be ready to start the season. And then there was also the Donovan Mitchell trade, Donovan Mitchell out of nowhere, going to the Cavs. not totally out of nowhere. There had been some reports that the Cavs were interested, were involved and interested, but then they seemed like they had uh, backed out of the running and that it was going to be, it was basically the Knicks. And then we, everyone thought he was going to the Knicks, but it turns out uh once the Knicks, the Knicks put a little, a deadline uh, with RJ Barrett involved and they sign RJ Barrett to an extension, The Jazz go back to the Cavs. They work out a deal. And now Donovan Mitchell is in, is in the central division along with the Bulls uh, with a very talented Cavs team. So certainly not a great couple of days for the Bulls. So because of these big happenings, I just wanted to do a quick emergency podcast, get some thoughts out. Um, first of all, with Alonzo stuff again. It seemed like it had been kind of heading this way. Just no positive, real positive updates all across this entire summer. We just had been getting the oh, you know, the, the, he's progressing. We hope he's going to be ready for training camp. Uh, there have been others. I know Casey Johnson a couple days ago on uh, the NBC Sports Chicago podcast and said that there were some like there was some optimism in the most recent updates, and he he brought that up again in his uh, report last night after this. This training camp news that, you know, the Bulls are playing the quote unquote long game. They're just being safe with them. They still have some, there's still some confidence there that, um, that he's, pro- that he's going to progress well. And then if anything, he won't miss too much time. But I mean, at this point is how can you be optimistic about this situation at all? I mean, he had the surgery in January and I believe the bone bruise was starting to act up even before that. So that just complicates this whole matter with the surgery. Um, and and it just isn't getting any better. Now we're we're now in September. We're now at 8 9 months later and he's still dealing with pain from this bone bruise. And now you have to think about Kendrick Nunn of the Lakers who missed all of last season with the bone bruise and it, it just seems like we're dealing with a I Obviously, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the, exactly what's going on with Lonzo's knee, but it, it just feels like a, a similar thing is happening and I know Kendrick Nunn has been working his way back for this season. I think he'll be back this year, but like again, just like This seems to be a really tricky issue here with the bone bruise plus the meniscus tear. Just that combo. Not great. Uh, We know Lonzo also had the meniscus tear on the same knee in 2018. I don't know if that's really having an impact here, but again, they say the knee is structurally sound. Meniscus is fine. The ligaments are fine. It's just this bone bruise. He keeps having pain as he ramps up his activity. And as we've talked about in this podcast, just a ton, we know how important Lonzo ball is to this team. Just all what he brings to the floor as the glue to the team as a connective tissue he's arguably the best passer on the roster the transition stuff his throw ahead passes gets them going in transition Uh, we know he has some of his uh, issues in half court play and stuff like that but great transition player great passer in general he's the best arguably the best three-point shooter on the team maybe outside of Zach. over 42 percent last year on seven over seven attempts per game Defense. We know how important him and Caruso, that perimeter defense, was the Bulls being elite defensively last season. We saw how they fell apart at the end of last season. He's also a pretty good rebounder, over five rebounds per game for a guard. Uh, So just all that together, he's the Bulls' best two-way player. He's not the Bulls' best player overall, but two-way player in terms of playing both ends. He is the Bulls' best guy at that. He's arguably one of the only two-way guys on the team. And so to be possibly missing that again to start this season is just not good at all and you just have to wonder like when is he going to be back is he ever going to get healthy like is is this a situation where he's going to have to play through pain is he going to need another surgery that i feel like it had been said that oh you know he's not going to need one i feel like he said claimed that he didn't think he would need one at the exit interviews but at this point when we're now in september and training camps coming up in a couple weeks now we're getting reports that he's probably going to miss the start of the season and he's seeing multiple knee specialists as well and they still can't really get this better. Just You have to wonder if he's going to, uh, I mean, is he going to wait and then all of a sudden and then ultimately get surgery? And does that mean he'll miss this entire season? I mean, if he misses all season or barely plays, I mean, that is just brutal for the for the Bulls. And I don't want to say it's like a total death knell of their season, but we saw how important he was last year and how the step back they took the back half of the year without him. And obviously, Crusoe was hurt as well. Zach was playing through the knee injury. They had a lot of issues, really tough schedule, but uh and it's just really really tough the, i mean the bulls do have some backcourt depth caruso should hopefully be healthy zach should hopefully be healthy i mean this definitely i mean people talked about how you know they, they signed goran dragic because they were worried about lonzo i mean it makes at least a little more sense now i remember when they when they first signed Dragic earlier really the summer i was like well i mean why would they do this they have all these guards but if they really figure that like you know we might re- really need some more backup de- or point guard depth with, with this lonzo thing like I guess it makes a bit more sense. Obviously Dragic just does not bring what Lonzo does to the table. Just totally different players can't replicate that. Nobody can replicate what Lonzo does, but uh I know our our guy Matt Brooks who was on our pod recently had a few better things a uh, better opinion of about Dragic. Maybe he has something left in the tank more than we maybe have thought. Maybe he will help stem the tide a bit at least as much as he possibly can do. We have to eye out moot. He's been. We know we've been working. He's been working hard this summer. We've seen the videos of him going beast mode. So hopefully, he can take another leap. We saw. I mean, we saw him play a ton last season. Get a ton of experience with Alonzo and Crusoe out. I mean, it seems like he's going to be in position again to get a lot of minutes. Uh, Kobe White wasn't traded. Maybe they didn't trade him or were asking for a lot because, again, we, they were worried about Lonzo. I don't know. Kobe had a really rough end of the season. He's not really a point guard. We saw the point guard thing not work out too well. But if Lonzo's out, he's at least another okay option there. And and a three-point shooter with Lonzo's three-point shooting gone. The Bulls just don't have much three-point shooting on this roster. And Kobe's one of the few guys who can get up threes and hit them at a decent rate. Um, obviously, Caruso is there, as I mentioned. Then. I mean, Dale and Terry, rookie Dale and Terry, who – theoretically at some point maybe can do a lot of the glue guy stuff that Lonzo does with his playmaking transition play uh, obviously we know that his shooting is not nearly as good as Lonzo but Lonzo came in the league with a rough jump shot as well maybe Dale and Terry can improve his jump shot over the year but I mean right away it's gonna be hard to ask Dale and Terry to do a lot but if you could fill in and do some of that stuff for a little bit maybe you maybe just all together it's a group effort they can somewhat make up for the loss of Lonzo also Patrick Williams hoping he makes that leap as well and takes a big jump. And if and if Lonzo's out, that means, I mean, I would assume that also means Pat probably needs a little more, bring a little more to the table because as last year, the, the closing lineup was Lonzo, Caruso, Zach, DeMar, Vooch. I mean, maybe in this situation now, with if Lonzo's out to start the year, they go with more, maybe like Caruso, Zach, Pat, DeRozan, Vooch to end games, or they have the all these other guards they can work in as well. Billy will have to mix and match. There's going to be a lot of stu- stuff he- stuff he'll have to figure out. This was the case even with Lonzo in the lineup, uh, because the roster is just kind of weird with with the, with so many guards, so many big men, and not that many forwards. And obviously, Pat is one of the main just forwards there. So, I mean, it's overall, it's just a huge bummer. And again, it's it was almost like it was something that we were kind of expecting to come down since we just had not gotten much positive news outside of like Casey gave this earlier this week, just a, this little optimistic update, but. Uh, yeah, I guess the Bulls just have to hope that th- this optimism is real, and that okay, if he misses training camp, maybe misses a little to start the season, that he all of a sudden gets better at some point and is able to play, or is it's, maybe they determine that you know that, that there's going to be some level of pain here that and that's going to be a pain tolerance issue. I don't know. We're gonna have to hear a lot more. We'll see what happens again with training camp coming up in a few weeks here it's just it's just really a huge bummer of course Alonzo was so so fun to watch play he was so so important I mean there's a reason the Bulls tried to trade for him a couple years ago they there's a reason they got a tampering they were willing to basically tamper and they lost a second round pick to get to get that sign and trade done with the Pelicans right at the start of last free agency Lonzo's a really good player when he's healthy he just hasn't been that healthy in his career, I believe it's six, like sixty-three games is his career high in games played. He only played thirty something. I think it was thirty-five last season, and now, uh, it just got. It is what it is. We just have to hope that he will be back. We just, again
0: know how important he is defense defensively as well. And we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed.
1: just transitioning this into the Donovan Mitchell trade. The, the central gets tougher. The East gets tougher with, with the calves making this all in move for Donovan Mitchell uh, to pair with Darius Garland in that backcourt. And they also have Evan Mobley and Jared Allen uh, as this young core. Now, I mean, that's a really impressive young core they have. I mean, maybe they're not uh title worthy yet title contention worthy yet, but I mean, that's a lot of young talent there. They still have some solid veterans. They have Kevin love who had a nice season, Uh last year's event, Ricky Rubio will be coming back off an ACL. They have Karis Levert, they made that trade. They just have a really solid young team. And uh they they did trade away. Colin Sexton is in in a sign trade, old friend Lowry Markin going to Utah, and their first round pick, Ochai Agbaji. I hope I said that right. Uh, and then three unprotected first round picks, two pick swaps going to the Jazz. But this is the kind of move a team like Cleveland makes smaller market. You have a young core in place and I know a lot of the arguments have been people making fun of the Knicks and all that. And it's easy to make fun of the Knicks and like to get the new fuck New York jokes and, and all that, but like the Cavs are certainly in a, you could argue a better position to make this all in move because they have their cornerstones. They have Darius Garland, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. They have these young players who are basically all-star level caliber players already. The Knicks really just don't, have that kind of young core yet young proven core and the infrastructure there so them going all in for donovan mitchell for maybe i mean just how much better would that actually make them obviously having mitchell there would make them better make them a bit more attractive maybe that next star comes after that but the Cavs have their young stars there and they didn't give away any of their, their main main young guys obviously they gave up a lot i mean colin sexton's a good was a good player a uh, solid player. Uh, he missed all of last season with his own injury. Lowry is we we know we've had frustrations with Lowry. He's still a decent NBA player. They trade their first round pick, their lottery pick, and then all the other draft capital they give up. It's a lot, but now they have this really good young core. They should be good for a while, uh, and that's just another team in the division and in the East for the Bulls to worry about. And you go and you look at some of like the Vegas odds. Uh, the Bulls are now sitting in like when I looked last at DraftKings, and this was before the Lonzo injury. After the Mitchell trade, the Cavs jumped the Bulls. The Bulls were sitting on like eighth with like 43 or 44 wins. I think it was 43 and a half wins on DraftKings. And I mean, it's funny when me and Ricky went through the schedule, we came up with 44 wins, both of us. So like right on the Vegas number. Now the Cavs jumped up to like 46 and a half. I believe I saw when I checked yesterday. Bulls right now are projected to be the nine seed in the East, and the, that's I've seen the that's in the second play-in game. They have to win two play-in games if that was the case, uh, to even get the eight seed, and then have to f- face a one seed in the first round. And if that happens, you're starting to just get into a. An, are you worried about getting into a cycle of mediocrity here, where they were, they were the one seed for a while last year, and they fall back? They have all these injuries. Sixth seed, they got smoked by the Bucks in the first round, and then if I mean, if they follow that up this year, while all the others, all these other teams made these big moves with between Mitchell and the Hawks getting Jinti Murray, and the Celtics made big moves, Sixers made some key role player moves, and so these other teams across the league make these important moves. And in the East, Kevin Durant and Kyrie are going back to the Nets for this year. Bulls are in danger of falling behind and falling kind of into that wheel of mediocrity, while simultaneously having given up a lot of draft capital, a lot of assets to make this team. And while we absolutely loved what they did last offseason to make these aggressive moves, I believe we also thought that they would then turn that and then make be continue to be aggressive moving forward. And they just haven't done that. They're relying on continuity, relying on health and internal, internal development. But the health thing is a huge issue already with Lonzo Ball. So it's like... I don't want to be total gloom and doom here, but you just worry that the Bulls gave up all this to just kind of end up where the right where they were with the Jimmy, uh, where they were when they traded Jimmy. I'm re-signing Zach was great. Zach's a great player. Derozan was so much fun to watch. They still have some talent here. There is still some upside with Patrick Williams. Maybe he, maybe Patrick Williams does make some type of big leap here and helps kind of save this thing and get it back on track. Maybe Io t- makes a big leap, and those guys can help. And, Dale and and you see what happens with Dale and Terry. Maybe these guys can really help make up for the Lonzo loss and help this team step forward. But with the Eastern Conference not being a total joke anymore, uh, the Bulls are going to find them are in a the tough spot with this Lonzo injury. I still think they can be okay. But I mean, if Lonzo misses the whole year, it's just, it's just really tough to see how they can overcome that. Unless everything else goes right, and then even then, I mean, do they get into the top six? Can they squeeze in there? You never know what happens with these other teams. There can always be other injuries and all that. But um, it's just a tough situation for the Bulls. Uh, and you don't you hate to be doom and gloom coming into a season like this. Like after 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 all the good vibes of last offseason, the beginning of last season, it seemed like all right, the Bulls—they're going to be the relevant again. They have a lot of talent on this roster. They're going to keep building this thing. And now it's just kind of like. It almost feels like they're kind of stuck. Uh, Don't want to say they definitely are. There are situations where maybe they get out of this and maybe that things go well. If Zach, Zach stays healthy, the rest of the team stays healthy. Maybe Vooch bounces back. All these other things. There's just a lot of factors, though, going into it. So it's tough. Uh, it's a br- brutal way to start this vacation here. I said I'm going to Europe, going to Paris, going to uh, Florence and Rome here for the next couple of weeks. Not not a great way to go on this Labor Day weekend and on this long vacation to Europe, but gonna try to enjoy myself in Europe uh, and not think about bulls' doom and gloom. Um, there's also the Chicago Sky. They won their game two. Ricky was very confident that they would bounce back, and they sure did with an impressive game two victory over the Connecticut Sun. And they got game three tomorrow uh on the road so hopefully they can keep things going there um but yeah ho- so, uh, hopefully they they can keep some good vibes live here in Chicago basketball but for, for right now the bulls it's just not not a great time so just wanted to get some of these thoughts out there before going on this vacation important stuff going on in, a, in the september it's obviously the dead a dead part in the nba schedule usually there is also eurobasket going on there's bulls playing dragic is playing i think Marco's is playing um so there's some Bulls actually going on in Eurobasket as well, if you want to catch some of that, and then obviously the sky. But again, all we get we, a lot of cross fingers going on among Bulls fandom and at the Advocate Center with this Lonzo Ball situation. That's all we can really do at this point is cross our fingers and hope it'll be all right at some point. So that's going to do it for me here uh, for Cash Considerations, A H- Shoggables podcast. As always, shout out to the Blue Wire Network. If you like what we're doing here at Cash, please go check out all the other great pods all across the network. See if you find find anything else that you like. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore J. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us those five-star ratings. That helps us out. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, all those good places. You can follow Ricky at SBN underscore Ricky. Again, Ricky couldn't join me today but he's on like his own vacation over in San Diego. Hope he's having a great time uh we will see if he does a pod i'm not sure if uh he'll have anything for you guys over the next couple weeks like i said i will be totally gone off the, off the map enjoying myself in europe I'm really looking forward to that should be a good time so that'll do it for me for these next couple weeks here go sky uh and hopefully that we get some better bulls news here in the future as training camp approaches in the next couple weeks take it easy guys talk to you guys next time